If you're searching for a wrestling podcast that's filled with fun, this is definitely David Boy Smith's yeah, finest fucking moment. He goes, he fell on his ass. He fell on his ass. Couple of haters. Couple haters. Wrestling nostalgia. I will take you back to May 26, 1996. It was a stormy night. <laughs> the wind was howling. <laughs> Latest pro wrestling news and rumours. We've heard about the situations between WWE, Sasha Banks and Naomi. And hilarious tangents. Oh, what the Let's fuck is not tangent off. No <laughs> Samoan spikes. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> Then look no further. Join your hosts, James, Stu, and Johnny, and subscribe to Top Turnbuckle. Hello, and welcome to episode 21 of Top Turnbuckle Podcast with me, Stu. Hello, I'm Johnny Bodacious. And I'm James. (laughs) I ignore him. It's in every single single podcast I cite. Oh, I don't it? even react to it anymore. I try and tie it in with like the episode, like the, the so, topic. So what was it, Johnny? Bodacious. What the fuck is that? It's like an 80s kind of... Oh, it's more really? 90s. Yeah. Well, Turtles, well, it's late. It? It's late. Eh? You yeah. said it. So yeah. yeah, I suppose it works. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I think you're clutching at straws there. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, so I don't usually <laughs> listen to him, so I didn't even know what he said. I knew he was going to say something stupid. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. We've got to off on a tangent already, and we haven't even started. Um, yes, hello, welcome. Hope you've been well. Has yes. everybody been well here? I think so. How are we all? I'm all right. Yes. I'm all right. James will let us know if he's... Uh, when he returns. All right, when he returns. I don't know if you guys can hear, but the dog is barking. Oh, I yeah. know he's been yeah. in it before, but <laughs> <laughs> I might just leave it in. It's, it's another cameo appearance. It's a mascot. Yeah. It's the same dog yeah. as well. So yeah, um, hello and welcome. Welcome thank you, all. Thank you for tuning in. We are Top Turnbuckle Podcast. We are. We are bad to the bone. Mm. We are most outrageous. We are most tubular. What? Tubular. Tubular. Tubular, that's what I said, yeah. wasn't it? Tubular, yeah. <laughs> tubular. And we have big kunas. What the fuck 1988, hang mean? tight. I got fucked up. These are like 80s surfers. There were a load of 80s, yeah. 80s um, sayings, yeah. You've been watching Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. That's brilliant film. But the reason I had all those 80s sayings was because today's topic is... Yeah, it's all 80s it related. It's my uh, topic and it's 1988 in professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got to be honest, I said to you guys, obviously, before we recorded, um, so last week I, I was having an absolute fucking nightmare. Yeah. Trying to get stuff, you know, just anything from my top three picks and best and worst and, and everything else. And um, I ended up binning the whole lot off. Just I saw the page out of my notepad because it sucked. And I spent half an hour last night. <laughs> the thing is with this year, there's loads of stuff to uh, go on. Mm. But I think what's really interesting is I I kind of had the idea that some of you guys would go out of the box. I've gone really mainstream. I, I'm, yeah. How are you? Yeah, yeah. 
I'm yeah? always going to stick yeah. mainstream. I knew Johnny like, would. I never do. I Johnny, Johnny's probably got some sort of... Uh, Johnny's not got a box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's pro- I've probably got something from DDT. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you know. We need to cover that again at some point. What, DDT? DDT. Some of the rest of it, it's really good. No, no, but, that's not what we're going to look for. Yeah. <laughs> it will come up again. <laughs> so, um, as these were your picks, James, do you want to run us through um, our other topics for this episode? The other topics... The other topics for us usual, we have Dad House and Watch. And we are doing our episodes in two halves now. We are. So actually, I could run you through all the topics, but I think Johnny has already sorted out what we're going to do for episode one. So I'll pass it over to you. Well, um, part one, we are now going to be doing our top three topic, followed by your comments and interactions on social media following that we'll be doing our watch along which this episode is it is from in your house seven and it is the ultimate warrior versus gold dust let's not even go there until (laughs) we get there we'll we'll wait following that we have a song um johnny johnny karaoke what is it called johnny Johnny oki johnny oki and it is a pick from James from the last episode, which is... It is Flash Funk, sung in the style of Pavarotti. Yes. And I I, I will admit, I haven't really practised these. So I think that's the one that you should have. I, really. Well, I had a little go in the car and I... I, I but just bear in mind the amount of effort you put into Mika <laughs> and James Blunt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now you're going to... by far my favourite ones <laughs> ever. But the now... The best ones you've done You are going to have to try and... I've got a... <clears throat> I'll, 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 I'll pull it out. I'm You're sure. going to have to try yeah. and sort of yeah. like do your pav- version of <sighs> yeah. Pavarotti without yeah. any practice. This, this is a one take thing. Like. I'm just a bit concerned about the dogs barking when I get me Pavarotti on. They bark anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If any dog barks in this, I'm just leaving it To be it fair, in. it's not the barking we want to worry about because if you hit high notes, then those dogs are going to be like spazzing out big time. Yeah, glass will be smashed. God, it'll all be going on. <laughs> And following that, we will be having our part part three of our trivia. Top 10 Michael Podcast mm, trivia. Yeah. Round three. Round, round three. Yeah, round yeah. three. That's yeah. what we should say, yes. Um, should we give the uh, listeners a quick recap on the scores there? We can do. So, currently, Stu is Last. In... <laughs> he has two points. James has eight points. Tosses. And myself has, I have nine points. I'm really happy well, that I'm only as, one point As behind. opposed to 15, what you got last, you know. <laughs> yeah. like, what? <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Just trying to give yourself a few extra points here and there. A few extra fucking points. <laughs> <to> <laughs> extra There's no possibility of getting 15 out of those confused. entire questions. I got confused. <laughs> I think the max that you could fucking get was like 12, wasn't it? Think so, yeah. Oh, or fifteen, remember. and you had you had fifteen, mm. I think. No, 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 he didn't. He didn't. He got... No, that's what he said. He oh, had. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you had two. I had like eight, and then he goes, and I've got fifteen. No, you just stop reminding me of how shite I did. I know my. Story. Oh, you're going to come back in this one. Yeah, I think you're yeah. right. No, no, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to save it to the last last game. I tell you what, any anybody else who thinks that they're easy, they're not. They're don't go horrible. on. Don't are, go yeah. on fucking Google listening to this. Actually, do it along yeah. with us. <laughs> yeah. I want proof. Yeah. I've had this game since 1996. Yeah, and he's read all the questions. <laughs> yeah. 
I've never it's read what, the questions. That's what's tattooed. Look, you look finally at those <laughs> tattoos. There's the answers right there. It's like I, prison break, but about wrestling. My whole body's covered. <laughs> I'm stripped off right now and I'm writing everywhere. He's got ECW tattooed on his knob. Well, I have, actually. Well, a C and a half. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't even count that much. <laughs> Um, just wanted to give you all a quick recap of our social media pages as well. Um, we are on Instagram, uh, instagram.com forward slash top dot turnbuckle dot podcast. Grinder. <laughs> yes, uh, James is on Grinder. Well, sorry, the podcast is on Grinder. Po- I reckon Johnny is. I should be. <laughs> yeah. I'll see if I can get some, um, get some likes and follows. We are on Twitter at <laughs> T underscore turnbuckle pod. Probably get a few people following me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Facebook at oh. forward slash top turnbuckle podcast. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, dear. Oh. <laughs> and TikTok. What's and the TikTok? We one? are on TikTok. Um, just go to TikTok and type in top turnbuckle podcast um, and you will find us. Uh, yeah. It's probably less embarrassing to be on Grinders. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should get a grinder account now. I Just think to, we should. We I feel should, like you should get a grinder account. I would account, happily <laughs> set up a top term buckle podcast grinder. Johnny Large Me. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Just a picture of me in the t shirt that you can buy for £18. Yes. The they are still available, people. Easy way merchandise. Go and check them out. Good segue there. <laughs> <Very> <laughs> good. I get it myself. Very yes. good. He's been practicing, oh, eh? I haven't. I just bump <laughs> Yeah, go check out Easy Way Merchandise. Go and get yourself a Top Turn Buckle Podcast t-shirt. Yes. For a mere, a mere... £18. £18. Squid. God, you could wear that wherever you wanted to go. Yeah. Out yeah. for dinner. You can have your name printed on yes. it as well. Want to go to the beach and wear it? <clears throat> go to your nan's funeral. Imagine if you went out in that shirt. <laughs> don't go to your nan. No, yeah, don't do that. You could wear it wherever you like, to the park. Sorry, I, I, I'd already been thinking before the nan's funeral. <laughs> I wore mine to the park the other day. Did you? You I weren't did. wearing anything else, though, were you? Nothing else. Nothing just else. that T-shirt. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the presents that I got you from uh, Holiday? Yes. You can do, yes. Would you like to tell everyone where you went to on Holiday? Not really. No? Okay, that's oh, fine. Okay. <laughs> well, thanks for that, James. That's all right. He went to a place where there was sea and sand. Yep. He Smiles did. all around. He and torrential did. weather and rain. Did you go on a donkey? No. Did they have a donkey still on the beach? They had horses and a horse and carriage. Yeah. Okay, right. But I didn't see any donkeys. I don't know if they still do the donkeys. I don't know. I'm not sure. Don't the know. horses go all the way up and down, don't they? Yeah. Like, yeah. I've never been on one, though. No, I hasn't. There's no way in here. I have got a funny story if, if you want a tangent. I'll there go. Like, right. we've never done a tangent before. <laughs> so, I, I went to fucking Yarmouth, right? I've already said it we've now. We might as well, <laughs> well say. That's yeah, a great. Great yeah. Yarmouth. <clears throat> great Yarmouth. Not, not so great Yarmouth. And, and not as bad as Western Supermare. <laughs> and I went there, right? And you could get on something called a land train. Have you heard of these? No. Right, so it's a little motorised fucking train. Right. Yeah. And it takes you from the holiday camp that I was at yeah. to like the Golden Mile. So the Golden okay, Mile's right. like where the fucking all the arcades right, and right, the right, brilliant right. stuff and all that. I thought somehow you'd gone from Yarmouth to Vegas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is sort of like a uh, B-Tech Vegas. Yeah. Uh, so. Fucking B-Tech. It is. So, my dad would be very happy. He's took B-Techs. Apologies to anyone that has got one. We're not mocking it. 
<laughs> but one, uh, one of us might be. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not. Right. But anyway, yeah, so the, the big thing around the area was you can get to Yarmouth on this fucking land train, right? Yeah. So anyway, I got into Yarmouth and I thought, it's a bit of a walk back, so I'll get the land train back. Yeah. What they failed to tell you was that they were all fucking colour-coded, right? Okay. In which In which way... Each land train went. So I got on this fucking red one, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it took me down to the fucking pleasure beach about a mile. That's miles away. I know, right down the fucking bottom, right? It's good to know I'm not the only one yeah, shit I'm, with trains. <laughs> you know when you fucking sit there and think, something's gone wrong here, <laughs> like that. And I sat there and I walked to and I went, all right, mate. I went, are you going to the holiday cabin? I went to yeah. him, oh, no, 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 mate. He went, that's the white one. He said, that's the one further up the road. And I said, so I've just gone a mile down the road in the opposite direction. You're not even going back. <laughs> Did you have to pay? No, he, he actually uh, let me off. And oh, I, had, I had to fucking go all the way back to the first station that I was at. And then I had the arsehole because I'd done it. So I just fucking walked back. Did you have to walk back from where he stopped, or did he take you back? He took me back oh, okay. to the first place yeah, I was. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Fair play. Which was like the middle of Yama. Yeah. He how took me down was, to the bottom of Yarmouth. How far was the um, holiday camp? I would say a good mile and a half. <laughs> maybe more. Put it this way, at one point, like, I'd seen so much of the beach, I thought I was nearly in fucking France when I was walking. <laughs> 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 it's not as bad as something you said earlier. <laughs> God, I'm not getting on Yeah, we're not. We're gonna... <laughs> that beach is weird, though, as well. Doesn't it have, like... Grass. Yes, awesome. Oh, it's got like dunes. Yeah. I'll tell you what, for anyone who hasn't uh, played it, because I'm quite a big video game uh, fan, tell you what reminds me of Hitman. Like there's a, there's a, a fucking mission on Hitman, if it's mm. Hitman 2, and it starts off and you're on like these uh, this beach with all this grass dunes you can hide in. Just reminds yeah, me of that. number two. Yeah. 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 That's exactly mm. what it looks like, Johnny. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So... While, while James was on holiday, he brought us some um, some rather nice gifts. Oh, the gifts. Mm. We I, do so many tangents, we've forgotten we what we were actually Let's face it, that's what people love, but they love our tangents. Um, and this is important because it's about giving presents, which yes. is lovely. It's like uh, Christmas come early. Yeah. So we both got a wonderful stick of Great Yarmouth oh, Rock. I can't wait to tuck into that. Let's not fuck about here. Rock's awesome. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, just a quick tangent about that, right? That shop that I got that from, you can actually watch the motherfuckers make it, and awesome. I watched them make that rock. Mm. I love that shop. I've been there for years. That yeah, shop. have you seen that? Yeah. yeah. It's right in the middle of the high street, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And um, so I also got... Now, this this goes back to mine and James's trip to um, Wembley for AEW's All In. Um I have to sleep with a, um, <laughs> basically, it's like an eye mask um, because I am such a heavy sleeper. When I, like, roll over, I don't really roll over like a normal person. I just kind of drag my face across the pillow, and I keep turning my right eyelid. It's always the right one. I keep turning my right eyelid inside out, and every time I wake up the next morning, it looks like I've been punched in the face. So got myself an eye mask, and I haven't had the problem since. James... Very kindly brought me. There we go. Just displaying it for everyone here. We can and put a picture of it on the Facebook page. We will. As well. 
to where you we can all like it and comment so, on it. So James got me a very nice glow in the dark one because having glow in the dark. It is, yeah. Because yeah, I well, that's had, that's the whole point of it, Johnny. I've had the oh, I have had the problem before where the one that I've actually got is just black, and when I'm trying to root around for it when it's on the floor, I can't find it. However, now all I've got to look for is the luminous letters of the words "fuck off." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it says it all, you know, yeah. because I'm asleep. Yeah, you're Fuck asleep. Off. Fuck off. Yeah. yeah. I thought it's really um, not. I'm really thoughtful. I don't think it. I'm going to be able to wear it in front of my seven-year-old son. No, I don't. Unless I put it up. So, through cudge. Ooh, no, yeah. you need to sort of hide <laughs> it and then uh, put the other eye mask over the top of it. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I love it. Genuinely, I love it. I, I, awesome. I would, I would, if I had to wear one, I would like really appreciate that. To, to me, the sentiments there, like yeah. I'm asleep, fuck off. And, and, in, then, all, and yeah. in all fairness, it has been known that I've been compared to a, a bear that's been woken mid hibernation with a poking stick. Yes, yeah, so um, it's kind of warning people, yeah. like uh, fuck you know, off. I'm a fuck bastard off or, when I'm rudely awakened. Fuck off, or you'll get the repercussions. I think yeah. it's quite kind. I think it's sending a good message. So do I, I think you need to get a picture of yourself wearing that. I will. And the Hulk Hogan boots. <gasps> fuck yourself. <laughs> Actually, Johnny, what does that say? Um, tickles. No. <laughs> Is that the name of the shop? Tickles. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, it says fuck off, and that's the answer you're yeah. going to get to wearing that. Tickles. And unfortunately, I realise I've left the price yes, tag yes, yes, on yes. it. Uh, is that all I'm worth? <laughs> no, <laughs> the, rock is, the rock is quite expensive. It was homemade. I'm not like surprised, rock. man. That's a beefy one, isn't it? That'd do yeah. some damage. It's got some girth on you it. You could beat someone to death with that and eat the evidence. And they'd never know. <laughs> it wasn't about the money with that little... With, with your presence. It was about It was about how awesome they uh, come across. It is. It, I, I genuinely, hand on heart. You would have never guessed that. No, no, not no. at all. I'd have said. Do you want to talk about yours, Johnny? Oh, I can't uh, talk about mine if you Yes. Like. Now, so, there's a reason I went first because I can't <laughs> wait to hear Johnny's description of what James got him. Well, first off, I got a big, firm, girthy stick of rock as well. Yeah, and that that, that is half the reason why you got the present yeah. that you yeah. got because of your, your fascination yeah. with cock. And I, I would try and read what it says on here, but it's, I don't know what language that's actually in. I imagine like Dutch. Yeah, I imagine Dutch. Yeah. Yeah. But it is a toothbrush, very nice toothbrush, and this actually comes in handy because I um I got rid of my toothbrush today, and I needed a new one. Good. So you, you read me mind. Yeah. <laughs> but this is no normal toothbrush. <laughs> it was made in China, by the way. Um, For the Dutch population. Yeah, Germany. It's about Germany. Germany, well. yeah, Germany would like. But what that. it is, it has some bristles on the end. Um, yeah, it's a toothbrush. Anyway, yeah, it's a toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> He got me a toothbrush. It's a nice brish, brish, brishles, brish, bristles. And the handle is a massive giant penis. <laughs> and it's very detailed. Like, that is, that is very detailed. It is. It's extremely well made. That's a proper veiny helmet there. Well, I'm a bit, I am a bit worried because it has got a sharp bit on the corner. Yeah, I, know. I thought you were going to say shaft. <laughs> it has got a shaft. <laughs> I know. That's why I thought he was. That's why he was. Johnny is actually like examining it with his fingers. Like, I don't know what, right. what I'd also like to point out is before we actually started uh, recording when we first met up, Johnny actually uh, whipped out his um, <laughs> phallic-shaped <laughs> toothbrush <laughs> and hung it out of his trousers. I did. Yep. 
And it's very... Um, it's it's very we're all mature grown-ups here, isn't it? Um, <laughs> like, and he's a member of the Scouts. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, I don't know what way I should... If ever you to. go camping, Johnny, I think I'd you should take, take that with me. Yes. Oh, my God. I'll pass it around. <laughs> and like, sir, I forgot me toothbrush. <laughs> here, use mine, little like, Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> It actually tastes like penis as well when you brush your teeth. I wouldn't know. <laughs> no, no, not. But yeah, I wouldn't know what to brush my teeth with. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what your missus has got to say when she sees you brushing your, te- brushing your teeth and then probably says, I'm not kissing you after no, you've I, had that. I, I don't actually know. I don't actually know if that's novelty or it is a genuine toothbrush well right? it is going to be genuine because I'm going to use it on okay. a daily basis twice a day you know what you need it's to always do? good to well, I'm not sure if the dental uh, association <laughs> actually yeah. I'm going to go to the dentist with this toothbrush and say is ask this... if it's certified yeah. yeah yeah. what you need to do as well been is, certified. Is, is get a little stand <laughs> yes right two, <laughs> two round bits on the bottom <laughs> yeah I would say we'd post a picture of that no, let, no let's do it yeah, um, but is. I'm not sure if it would, whoever posts it will get a warning strike. I think it'll be all fine. right. I'm going to do a warning. video of myself actually brushing my teeth. Okay. With the, the Colgate pouring what? out of my mouth. Oh. What you need also is like the whole, you know, the full Monty. Du, 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 <laughs> yes. du, 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 I keep du. rubbing it. I don't know why. Puts. I'm putting it away. Your penis toothbrush away. <laughs> would you like Stop to have playing with it. No, I don't <laughs> want to go with it. It also reminds me of when Johnny went to uh, Holland's or Amsterdam and he went in the sex museum. They didn't have any of these there. Yes, well, I'm saying I wanted to find the most obscure thing that's like random and a toothbrush Mm. is quite an essential item and I think it's quite handy. I mentioned before and to you guys when me and the other half went to Reykjavik and there was the penis museum that we found. Didn't go in. I wanted to. <laughs> Genuinely, I wanted to. Because we like, you know, how much history can there be behind, uh, you know, yeah. a penis? What I need to do now, no. I need to get a whole set. I need to get, <laughs> a- get that on the History Channel. <laughs> you, actually, you actually fucking do if you watch Mary Beard. The yeah. Romans, you want to watch Mary Beard, she's the greatest fucking person. All she does is talk about, she has to get... Cocks and shagging in every single episode. <laughs> We're like 20 minutes in here. We haven't even got to the wrestling yet. So, yeah, I want to get the whole set of this. I want to try and get a fanny. I want to get some titties. Oh my God. In what? In what? Context? Oh, two, yeah. you want a selection like, of toothbrushes. Like yeah, when he gets bored, he's going to snip the end of that off. You'll need to, if he needs the whole set, you'll need an arse. He's going to well. cut the end of that off and stick it on a kendo. Yeah. He? I'm going to get the whole set. So I've hey, got to collect them all. They call me Big Ken. <laughs> I don't know if they've got that no, I'm going to find it. I don't know. Should we get on with the episode uh, finally? Yep. Yeah. And as we said at the beginning, it was James's pick, and he has picked a nice 80s episode. And we are going to be discussing our top three ni- 1988 moments in yes. and out of wrestling. Indeed we are. So. Seems that James's pick. Do you want to dive in? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay, so my first pick is going to be a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm going to go with the macho man, Randy Savage. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Savage. Savage was on fucking fire in 88. Yeah, Absolute fire. 
And if you look back, he was really the person that took the mantle from Hogan, mm. even though Hogan refused to job to anyone. <laughs> because when Sorry. Hogan when Hogan left to go, it was to go and do movies, mm. but it was becoming a bit stale. Were they really movies, though? Suburban Commando, absolute oh. classic. I don't know if it was... That's no holds barred, It was I no holds barred, it? yeah. Mm. And... Uh, yeah, Savage was the guy who uh, took the mantle on. Mm. He did a hell of a job. He held the title for he a year. Absolutely yep. ran with it. And unfortunately, this might just be me, and I'm not usually like uh, a massive hater of Hogan. Hogan was too much over the whole thing. Mm. Like, he was involved in everything. Like the Mega Powers was a good story leading up uh, coming into 89 and things like that. And the... Uh, the mega powers exploded and all that. But Randy Savage was on a tear. Yeah. He was by far and away, the, in my opinion, the best wrestler of 1988. So I'm going to bring him up. Yeah. And he does go to WrestleMania 4 mm-hmm. in the tournament. He wrestles four matches. Very, very good matches, really. And, uh, yeah, he goes on and wins the title. And yeah. he's the first person, apart from Hogan, to hold the title. At a WrestleMania. Fair play, yeah. 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 And Hogan can't even, as you've spoke about before, <laughs> uh, he's still in the picture, and really it should have been uh, Savage and Elizabeth. Yeah, like I, uh, I said before, it was um, Savage and Elizabeth Bowman, and he just put himself in there to steal the limelight, which is, I'm sorry, mm. I don't like Hogan. I think he's a even dick. If, even that if proof, that's that a promoter's decision to try and give like the rub of, Hulk Hogan and the, you know, on to Randy Savage. I've given it the seal of approval. Oh, yeah. Fuck off, mate. You pissed off for a year. He didn't really need it. No. And it, I think... Shouldn't, uh, have been, shouldn't have been allowed. Mm. Sorry. But I it, think yeah. from WrestleMania 3, mm. when he has the match with Steamboat, even though we're going 87 here, mm. as you move on throughout 1988, he's gathering massive traction. Yeah. And he holds the title well. That's it. It's yeah. as simple as that. Savage, for me, was was uh, the best wrestler of 1988. Yeah. Fair play. Yeah. yeah. If anyone Absolutely. wants to talk about Savage in 1988, feel free. <laughs> but he was the best, to, in, in my opinion. I, he was. I've got nothing to add to it because I think you're absolutely spot on. And I'm being um, very... What, what I just want to say is I'm being very careful with what I say because one of my other picks is going to involve mm. one of his opponents. Yeah. No, so I'm being very careful, and I'll get mm. to, yeah. No, no problem. Yeah. Good okay. pick. Yeah. Did he go on to have it? He had a few matches with Andre as well around the time, didn't he? I think yeah, he, he had one at Saturday night's main event. I don't know if it was a title match. I can't, no, I don't think it was. It might have been, though. It might have been. Yeah, I can't. Can't remember who else did he really feud with then? He, he, he feud, at the start at, at the start of the year he feuded with the Honky Tonk Man. That's right, yeah. And you had the whole situation over the Intercontinental Title. Uh, that's some really entertaining matches. So uh, you had Peggy Sue, who was sensational, Sherry yeah. involved, and Savage was just on a tear. He was just, great- he was just. You, you know when you see a wrestler and you go. Sav- like that's the guy yeah, yeah yeah like he was in ring he was absolutely brilliant everyone was, was resonating killing. with him absolutely with the promos killing. Elizabeth everyone loved Elizabeth 
it, it, he was just the right, he was the perfect all-round package at mm. the time to be the top guy. Yeah. Yeah. There's a great match. I was actually going to pick it as one of my picks. Um, it's Randy Savage and Strike Force, Ring Martel and Tio Santana versus the Hart Foundation and the Honky Tonk Man. Yep. Page match. Yep. And I always remember this match being a great match. I haven't seen it for many years, so it might not be, it might not hold up to today, but... I always remember that being great. And that was probably, I don't know if he was champion. I think he might have been champion around then. I mean, his first championship reign is starting at WrestleMania and ending at WrestleMania. Mm. Yeah. So it's 88 to 89. Right. Yeah. April yeah. 88 to April 89, the first title like reign. The Savage thing, because he was feeling with Ogitong Man, that must have been before WrestleMania, I think, that match. That it, was, match. it was at a main event. Yeah. But yeah. That was one of the main things that uh, he was doing before the tournament. He was, but it isn't just about the matches he was having. It's sort of, well, it's the whole presentation. You've got to remember, you're going back to 1988, and it isn't yeah. so much the golden Dave era. Meltzer's five star rated matches. It's someone who's standing out and's got the whole package, and and Savage has just. Got it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, the work ethic he was putting in around that time as well was just... Yeah, it was on another level. Fucking amazing. It's on another level. I, I think they always liked him in the WWF, yeah. but I think that match at WrestleMania 3, this is where it, the, the ball starts rolling. We're yeah, going to yeah, turn yeah. him eventually it's face, just, and he's yeah. going to be the man who... Proper re- snowball effect, isn't it? Yeah, replaces Hogan when he goes off. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I've got to say about it. Your dog's trying to eat my sock. I do apologise. <laughs> she does it? really like you. What is it about you and trying to she likes eat you. my shorts or now you <laughs> get out of it. Eat my shorts. Whose turn is it next? Go for it, Johnny. Me? Okay. Right. So I'm going to head away from the WWF. Ooh. And as always, I've got a few interesting facts I can throw in, which I will do. So my first pick, we head to the land of the rising sun. On December the 16th, to be precise, and movies such as Beetlejuice, Who Framed Roger Rabbit and Naked Gun were hit in the cinema. I love those films. All of them. And Sorry. Luton, <laughs> that's all right. And Luton Town were beating Arsenal in the Little Woods Cup final at Wembley. They were. 3-2. Was it 3-2? I thought yeah, it was 3-1. 3-2. Uh, the prestigious All Japan Pro Wrestling World's Strongest Tag Team Determination League Tournament Final was taking place. That's not what I thought you were going to go with, funnily. Do you know what I thought you were going to go with uh, uh, 1988 if you were going to Japan? I thought you were going to go with uh, Ricky Shosen and uh, Antonio Inoki. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. No, sorry, <laughs> sorry. No, that's all right. No, I know the one you mean. Yeah, I do know the one we're in. But I went for a tag team final match. Um, it, it featured Stan Hansen and Terry Gordy taking on, and I hope I pronounced these names right. Because he has been practising. Yes, yeah, so I have been. Janakiro Tenru and Tashaki, Tashaki Kawada. <laughs> Who? <laughs> well, Tenru, Tenru you, you should know, because Tenru yes. used to... Uh, uh, be putting rumbles a lot. Yeah, yeah. And he, in and he took part WrestleMania 7, I think, as well, in the tag match with Demolition. He might have been. He was one of the higher guns that come in to take Lex yes. Luger out of WrestleMania That's 10. He'd, right. he'd made a lot of appearances before that. He did. 
in the but mainly in Royal Rumbles. Yes. Um, so this is a fun classic tag team match. The crowd crowd was absolutely red hot for this. Almost everything in this match was like spot on perfect. Each wrestler had a part to play, and they pulled it off incredibly well. It was a classic story with the foreigner heels Hanson and Gordy working over the local heroes. They would take like full advantage of them um, of Kawasada's inexperience. They would take turns on beating him up. Um, it was like a, a classic underdog story of him coming back and trying to fight him off again, but just getting beaten down every time. Uh, the, the man of the match for me, though, had to be Stan Hansen. He showed why he had that aura of such a terrifying monster heel. His body language, he hit moves like so stiffly that it, it looked like he was actually going to hurt his opponents. He did. Yeah. And they just- there was rumours, I don't know if you've heard about it, that... Uh- Especially for the Lariat, which was really stiff, apparently. Yeah. Apparently, he was uh, registered blind and he couldn't actually what see properly. Yeah, Have you heard that, that yeah, rumor? Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, his facial expressions um, sold him as this, like, this just uncaged, like, angry Texan. It was just out of control. Match ends when Hansen pulls Tenru to his feet, chops him like four or five times before hitting the Lariat. Hats, um, Hansen then. It hits him so hard, it looked like he's going to take his head off. Yes. It just, it come out of nowhere and like the force behind it all. And you know, uh, Hanson picked up the win. It's, it's a great, great tag team match. If anyone has never seen it before. I well, haven't, definitely I haven't it seen out. it. No. Stan Hansen is synonymous with uh, Japan. Yeah. He had his but, run obviously with WCW for a little while, I think as well. It's just Japan really. Yeah. That's where the, it, he was making so much money over there, he never had to come to no. America, apparently. He had a match with Hogan, I think, a few years later, over mm. in Japan as well, where Hogan obviously done a whole completely different style. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. Great you, acting you match. You mean he didn't finish the match with the death-defying leg drop? He did not. He, did, he had no. a different finisher. Oh, shit. What he yes. would do is he would throw... Actually wrestle. Yep. Yes, he, he actually, yeah. funnily enough, it's true. I that, think yep. you've shown me that clip. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember off the top of my head what the move's called. But what it is, is he throws someone into the ropes, he runs the opposite way, and he does like a lariat style elbow and smashes oh, okay. into yeah, him. Yeah, that's right. That's his yeah. finisher over in Japan. And I can't remember what it's called. I think he even gets busted open that match. Probably. Dan yeah. I remember them fighting on the floor, maybe into the crowd as well. Mm. So there we go. Right. Uh, my first pick comes from November 21st, 1988. And it is the acquisition of Jim Crockett, pro- sorry, Jim Crockett Promotions by Ted Turner. Okay. I ain't got much to say about this. I, I, I've i got this as well. Yeah. Uh, I just think that this is, again, a... Uh, a history making moment really yeah, this is yeah. something that whether, goes whether it's you know I the, the only reason I picked this is yeah, I was trying to pick out like a proper historical moment yeah and whether you like it or not it is a historical moment in in professional wrestling it is because it's not so much that the NWA turns into WCW yeah. it's the power of Ted Turner yeah yeah. Because once Ted Turner gets involved, mm. then what we see, we've got to remember it's 1988 and we have to look at it from a business point of view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Takes Ted Turner a while to find his feet and mm. the company. He said that he loves wrestling, 
But as we head into like 1992, mm. we're starting to see bigger names come across from WWF. Yeah, yeah. Even if WWF were done for them, like Jake Roberts is a good example. Yeah. And then eventually we get the one that changes it, yeah, or whether we ones. like it or not, Hulk yeah. Hogan. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, out of curiosity, do you know how much you paid for it? I don't. Uh did read something about it the other day, but I can't remember. I do. Go on. Uh, $9 million. Nine, It's more than our 40 pounds. $9 million. It's more than our 40 pounds. Which you got to think from, you know, in 1988. I think he was ripped off. <laughs> yeah. Because um, the, the NWA were not in a, uh, or uh, JCP were not in a, Good financial position. No, they at were at, point, at the point they were on. They were at this point. They were on the verge of bankruptcy. And they were unable because to pay their um, roster. They were because they were venturing too far out and running too many uh, shows. Mileage. Yeah, big shows which they couldn't really do. No, and there's been multiple times where Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair, I've heard say, if we'd have just run the Carolinas yeah. and stayed around those sort of areas, we would have stayed in business and yeah. we would have been really big. We should yeah. have stayed in our little zone. Yeah. yeah. Shame, mate. Well, you you move on to WCW and really mm. Ted Turner putting his money right behind the company and that's when WWF starts to really feel the mm. impact Oh, no, sorry, I mean, it's just a shame that that was the way things were going for him. Oh, what... Uh, Jim Crockett. Jim, Jim Crockett, right. So this is a strange thing because history is really hard on this part within mm. wrestling. Jim Crockett Promotions and the NWA, I think it's about 86, maybe 85. Mm. Crockett becomes the chairman of the NWA. Yes. Right? And then suddenly he merges Jim Crockett Promotions mm-hmm. with the NWA and these two are like, it's very hard to, when you watch matches, suddenly say, this is an NWA match, it's Jim Crockett yeah, match. Yeah, yeah, uh, The two kind of mould into one yeah. for a little while. Yeah. I know they don't, but to, to a fan. To a, yeah, I was going to say, it, to a certain extent for us fans, yes, yeah. they do. And it's no, it's easily noticeable, but oh, you know, if it's yeah. your average Joe just coming off the streets and watching it live... Be like, oh, okay. See, I think I think it's hard to notice it because it, it you've got JCP and then you've got the NWA, hey. but you've got Jim Crockett running as the president. Yeah, the NWA. Yeah. So it's all quite strange. It's all all in house. It's yeah. It, yeah. It's a weird time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that, that's Good. yeah, that's that's literally all I wanted to add. Yeah, you know, yeah, I think I think it, it is a valid point that needs to, that needed to be brought up for this, you know, for 1988. It is a monumental moment in professional wrestling history yeah. for that Very era. Big story. Mm-hmm. It's also on. quite. Uh, it's also sort of resonates with now because you've had Endeavor take over WWE, and there mm. hasn't really been that. We've known about it for a long time. We haven't really seen any changes yet, mm. but we've seen recently they've had a meeting, yeah, and they've got a new bell, and they've got uh, for this. What is the company that's involved on, on that green? 
Bell. Have you seen this? Oh, TKO or something? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I don't know what that's all about. No, I wasn't sure. I, I don't know. I don't keep I don't up with the, the, the uh, yeah. uh, wrestling sort of news that much. In all honesty, I've kind of tried staying away from that because it was just there's just so much shit I, that's coming through on a daily basis. Yeah. Like, oh, I watched the merger and mm. I noticed there was a belt and I've seen that brand being talked about before, but I don't know anything yeah. about it. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Couldn't tell you. No, I don't think. I think there's still some things. You know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a greeny kind of color. The TKO Mm. written. Yeah, I don't like lime green. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. That's that's my one, my first one, and your second one. Oh, this is it. Back to me. Back to you again. Back to me. Right. I don't know how well this pick's going to go down, but um, I've gone for. WCW Starcade 1988, <laughs> True Grit, NWA World Heavyweight Champion, The Nature Boy, Ric Flair, versus Lex Luger. Mm. I'll let you talk about it. <laughs> now, I don't like Lex Luger, right? <laughs> um, which is, leave it away, which is why I was <laughs> yes. really surprised you picked it. Like mentioned in previous episodes, he's very overrated. He was just... Right. He's not great. He's beige. Yeah, yeah, maybe slightly. No, he's beige. beige. Yeah, okay. Mm. Um, but I don't know. It's it, this Lex Luger. It was like it. he's itching <laughs> to say something there, isn't he? He's itching. I think I'll shock you with what I say as well. Right. Well, I'm going to start. An interesting fact for you. Mm-hmm. The same day Starcade 1988 happened. Cult sci-fi classic BBC's Red Dwarf debuted on TV. Holy shit. Yeah. I'm sure our American listeners are mega, mega. (laughs) Well, actually, Red Dwarf went to America. It did. It had their own series. And who was the only original cast member putting it? Chris Barry, I don't know. Nope. Was he... um, Craig Charles? No. No, was it? It was... Crichton, David, what's his name? Robert Llewellyn. That's it. Have you actually watched any of them? Yeah, it's fucking terrible. Yeah, the first episode is almost like exactly the same. It is, it's a complete rip-off. I I watched uh, Going on a Tangent about that sort of thing. Has anyone seen the Indian version of Only Fools and Horses? No. (laughs) They've got an American version Mm. and they've got an Indian version as well. And it's so weird. You've seen the American version of the Inbetweeners. Oh, that's awful. Oh, that's oh, terrible. Yeah, I saw but right. these Red are Dwarf, more strange. The American strange. version is worse than that. Is it? Yeah. Really? I thought it was better than that. No. No. <laughs> no, that's, their humour <laughs> is very yeah, slapstick weird. Yeah. And it's not my type of... Personally, it's not my type of humour, the American mm. sitcoms. No. Uh, each to their own, but it's not for me. No. And it doesn't transmit well when they try and... Take British humour. It just don't work. And culturally put it with uh, American humour. With one exception, I will state, the American version of The Office is fucking awesome. I've never watched it mm. because I like the, the, the English version. Oh, I love the originals, but The American Office is awesome. I've heard it's good. I just... Yeah. I, I, just I heard it got better. I, I When I first watched it, I couldn't get used to it. Oh, mate. You, I just couldn't because... You need, get, you need to get past... I mean... I love it from start to finish and I've watched it so many fucking times. Yeah. To me, but, it's Ricky Gervais. Yeah. The office. Yes, yes. Oh, well, he, pop, he pops up in it. Does he? Yeah, as David Brent. <laughs> That's pretty cool, actually. So you've got um, Michael Scott yeah. and David Brent in the in, in a lift together and it, it, it's just... 
fucking bizarre I will watch it some I've been saying for years I'm going to watch it but every time I come to it I'm like oh I don't oh, know if I it's, can it's so worth it yeah. It is so worth it. I will watch it at some point. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, yes. Um, Tangent. Right. Um, so Lex Luger, he had been chasing Ric Flair since being kicked out of the Four Horsemen a year <coughs> earlier. <coughs> oh. Doggy agrees. <laughs> at the time, it made you feel like Lex Luger was this legit main eventer. Mm. The way he was being presented and carried... Or that's just the thing he was. Carrying, <laughs> yeah. Or Ric Flair was so good that he managed to trick everyone into believing that Lex Luger was great here. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of them, probably more like the Ric Flair. I'd say more Ric Flair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lex is in control of the match. Um, it's a back and forth encounter. Lex hits a power slam, sets up for the torture rack, but his knee buckles out after Flair had been working on it. Flair grabs the pin with his feet on the ropes at 31 minutes. It's got a great story to it. There's great storytelling without throughout the match. Great work from both men. Perfect finish for what they were going for. I felt like Lex Luger could have won the match, but for whatever reason, they went the way they did. Um, probably Lex Luger's best match ever. Best and only. <laughs> I know, yeah. So when I said I would shock you about this, then. 1988 to maybe 89 version of Lex Luger is pretty good. Yeah. In in, in terms of how it's done, mm. he's he's got a lot of people around him who are making him look good. Yeah. That's it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, that's it. It's, yeah. it. He's got like a lot of the uh, horsemen around him and I don't think necessarily they get on with Lex or they, they think much of Lex mm. at the time. Yeah, but he's got a, he's working a lot. They're making him look a lot better than he is. Yeah, like I said, it made you feel like this was Lex's. He was like a legit main eventer. Mm. Ric Flair was so good that he just he tricked everyone. That's what you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I I totally agree with that. Yeah, the only other Lex which was maybe more on fire than this one was the '96 '97 Lex when he was yeah. going against the NWO. Yeah, there was a small period when Sting was out of commission where mm. Lex was seen as the main guy. Yeah, and yeah. Lex used to get huge ovations. He, did. he actually won the title on Nitro. I think, he did on the hundredth episode. I think he was, was one of the only people to actually beat Hogan and take the title mm, off. Yeah. Of Even though he lost it like three days later. Yeah, um, I can't believe that somebody <laughs> would bring that up in a contract clause. <laughs> but the the thing is, I can't remember actually many people taking the belt off of Hogan. Yeah. During that period, yeah, of course, when he first becomes NWA, wins it off the Giant. Who takes it off of him? Danhausen. Is it just Luger? I think it is. Up until just Sting. Luger, yeah, I'm pretty sure Giant doesn't win it, does he? I don't know. That's the one I'm more concerned about. He wins it off the Giant. He beats wins at Hogwarts, '96. Yeah, because right? Giant had defeated Ric Flair for the title of Nitro. Yep. Then Hogan had defeated the Giant. Hog, uh, Hogwarts. 96, yeah. Yeah. Hogwarts. Hogwarts. I thought you said Hogwarts. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. Have I just drifted off something? Like, <laughs> hey, have we got through fucking Harry Potter? You want to be careful in the trivia. They might come up with some questions. But then, yeah. Um, Luger won a title, I'd say... August 97? I would mm. say you're about right. And then, yeah, I think he I was think the only it person. was again at Hogwarts where he lost. It was the Sturges event. It was, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. 
I think it might called, they changed it to Road Wild. I think that year, but it might still be in Hog Wild. I can't remember. Yeah, it's the, it's the same type of it's thing. It was it was a bike. I'm sorry, I can't get it. It was a bikers uh, event. I don't know if they even charge people to come watch that show. No, it's, it, it's, a, it's an American place called St- uh, Sturgis. Sturgis. Yeah, everyone in motorbikes, jackets. Yes, it's kind of strange for us. Yeah. It's not a big thing. But yeah, I mean, go. we do like we have, we do have motorbike enthusiasts oh, yeah. here, but. Yeah. Not being a, funny, these guys didn't even seem like they were interested in the wrestling. Mm. Did they di- to you? No, it was just different. I but think Eric Bischoff liked motorbikes and just wanted to yeah. be cool. That's the, the thing I liked about WCW around that time, though. They tried different things. Like, like Bash at the Beach was on a beach. And, well, the one dodge you pointed well, out because I hadn't guessed that. No? Yes. 1995 <laughs> was, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. 95 was. I don't know if any of the others were, were um, they? Because that didn't really work. They tried to tell everyone there was about 200,000 people watching. Do you remember? The, the, the yes. old beach fucking... Uh, there weren't that many people on the beach, I think. But they said that it was like um, the whole beach was watching. Do you remember? <laughs> yeah. And then, and then uh, embarrassingly for them, this is WCW all over, they did a bird's eye view shot and it showed like a little uh, <laughs> yeah. fucking smidgen round circle That's around the ring I wonder if they got charged to go in if they had to pay for tickets That's on the fucking beach isn't it yeah. I can't say you but that all ties in with the Baywatch episode which I will be bringing up on a future episode oh. this is Ric Flair and Vader yes. at the uh, yeah because oh. I think Pam Ranson are involved in the Bash of the Beach oh, no. pay per view oh yeah we're getting off where were we, <laughs> where uh, were we? Your, where? your pick was it my pick how did we get on Lex Luger and Lex uh, Luger and Flair. Right, is it back to me again? Right, uh, okay. Why, have you finished that one? No, I've got one more. Yeah, oh. that one, the Lex Luger one's finished. All oh, right, it's my go then. Um, right, mine... It, <laughs> I feel like I've been <laughs> shouting about that for like half hour. Um, mine's a match from uh, AWA Super Clash 3. However, I, <laughs> I know this is meant to be our best, like, you know, top three moments. I've picked this because it's fucking horrendous. Mm-hmm. Well, just to throw something in here, for our best and worst part of... The episode for part two, mm. I've picked for my worst the whole pay per view. Right. So I don't know if you want to pick do your bit and then I'll add mine on. Yeah, yeah, I've got enough. I tell you what, it was well, pretty close on mine mm. as well. Um, I mean, I'll go through this quickly and then yeah, do yours when and it comes I'll, to the best or worst. Yeah, yeah I'll yeah, throw my on. my few cents um, in. <laughs> it features the AWA World Heavyweight Champion Jerry the King Lawler versus WCWA Heavyweight Champion. The modern day warrior Kerry Von Erich, uh, also known as the Texas Tornado. Um, this was a unification match, right? The first thing that I wrote down for this, um, and I knew I was onto absolute fucking comedy gold here, was Kerry Von Erich's promo before the match. Now, don't get me wrong, I like this stuff as a Texas Tornado. Um, <laughs> But my God, this is quite possibly one of the shittiest promos I have ever seen. He stuck, I don't know if he was nervous or something. I think he was under the influence a lot of this time. I as was well. going to get to that as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he was the whole way through. He was going, um, uh, 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 um, uh, mm, yeah. fucking hell. And the the only words he actually said was, "There, are, there's only there's only one uh, the." There's only one Mona Lisa, and there's only uh, one Leaning Tower of Pisa. And the interviewer just kind of went, well, yeah, thank you. Uh, anyway, 
<laughs> There's only one of me. Like, oh, oh my fucking god! Kerry, Kerry Von Eric and the Von Erics. I think they were in the uh, USWA, weren't they? WCW. WCW. Yeah, world class championship. So it's Von Eric's territory. Yeah, and I mean they were mega stars. Oh yeah. I mean the especially Kerry, the women loved him and everything. I've got that in here. Yeah. So, but when we get into this point in 1988. This is a point where things are not going well. No. They're, this is like Texas Tornado is a shadow of mm. what Kerry Von Eric was. Yeah. Like when Kerry Von Eric versus Flair was happening and stuff like mm. that within the, uh, what was it, WCCW? I can't remember them all. Yeah, most that of the was. Time. Yeah, WC, World Class. World Class. World Class. Yeah. yeah. So World Class was the Von Eric. That's um, right, yeah. Yep. So. Yeah, uh, funny enough, you mentioned it earlier. It was like a big hit with the ladies. Um, I mean, when Lawler came to the ring, or just before, actually, sorry, just before he came to the ring, uh, Bill Apter from Pro Wrestling Illustrated awarded um, Jerry Lawler with uh, a plaque uh, as he was voted Inspirational Wrestler of the Year um, due to his work with different territories mm. during 1988, which, uh, fair play for that. Um and when Lawler did come to the ring, uh, I mean, well, he, he, he was always going into this as a heel. Just purely for that area. And um, Texas, sorry, not Texas Tornado, Kerry Von Erich came to the ring. And I swear to God, you, you'd have thought like One Direction had got back together or, you know, some like legend, you know, big successful boy band had just walked into the arena because honestly I'd say about 60% of that crowd were screaming women they were just like oh mate they were losing their shit I think I'm going to save what I've got to say about the whole thing Mm. for if someone's picked it later Mm. yeah because I think there's reasons for all of this what we're talking about now this this was billed as a no DQ unification title match. Um, it starts off quite well. The grapples, takedowns, you know, a bit of showboating from both of them. It was going really well. And I will applaud their efforts for that. Fair play to them. And then it just got stupid. Now, as I stated, this was a no DQ match. Now, halfway through this match, Jerry Lawler pulls out a pair of what I can assume was, because you never really get a good clean shot of it, a pair of brass knucks from inside his tights and twats Von Eric, an absolute good and busts him open, then hides them from the ref back in his tights. Now, I'm sorry, but if this is a no DQ match... Do, do we want to talk about this now? Because oh, there's I'm, a reason why I'm, all this is going on. I'm going to get to that. Okay. I have every intention of bringing it back down there. Is it, that, we're going to have to do the best and the worst if we do that, because oh, it's yeah. a big reason. Yeah. Say, well, we can. I'll finish off my pick. Yeah. And then... We'll keep the worst, because I've got loads to add to we'll the keep, worst of it. Keep that bit at the end. Anyway, later on, the brass nuts get used again. And, yeah, Von Erich's bleeding. Not profusely. We're not talking ECW, you know. But 
Here's a bit of claret going around. Um, and then we get, the, I mean, this is my favourite part of it. So, <laughs> is it the end of Rocky 3 where Apollo and um, Rocky square up in the ring just to have a friendly little spa at the end of it? Apollo, and and yeah. Yeah, and it, there's that freeze frame oh, yeah, shot yeah. of them both going to it. We have that in this match. Yeah, I the tiger. Oh yeah, no. I mean, they they go for it. They lamp each other. They both fall. They fall flat down. And at that point, I'm like, oh, this is this is just comedy gold. This is fucking awesome because it was so bad. And then um, not long after that, we have uh, Von Eric latching onto um, Jerry Lawler with the Iron Claw. He's got him. Lawler's out. He's got him. And then up pops someone from the sidelines. Call a DQ. Von Erich's unable to continue, even though he's clearly on the top. He's got the pin. Sorry, got the submission. That match is over. But this guy jumps up and says, due to Von Erich's injury, this match can no longer continue. Yeah. And Von Erich is pissed. <laughs> Picks up both the titles and fucks off. It's a really, again, I, I hate to say it's a really hard pick not to put into context why. Yeah. Which we John, will do you get, get to. that with? Do you get that, Johnny? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's we, a really hard thing yeah. to talk about. So I almost know someone's going to pick it on their worst, and that's where I, uh, that's where the whole story will come in. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know any interesting fact before the match as well? What mm. happened? Kerry Von Erich was in the locker room messing about with a blade. Yeah. And he sliced his own bicep. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah. Because they worked that into the match. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. On a turnbuckle. Yeah. Right, yes. you know, it's like you know watching Goldberg. Yeah, twenty years in advance. <laughs> the the problem was there were all outside. There were a lot of egos in those in that dressing yeah. room, uh, who were not all on the same page. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But um, yeah, I'm, that's I'm leaving that one there because I'm sure at some point we may end up talking about it yes. again. Yeah, on part two. Yes. Right. Who's next? Is it about to move him? I think it's I've got me. one pick left. I've got one left, James. Because I started, didn't I? Yeah. Okay. So now I can move on with Randy Savage mm-hmm. uh, and talk about some of Randy Savage's best rivalries, and that's by talking about the Million Dollar Man. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a price. Ted DiBiase. Ah. At this oh point in nineteen, <laughs> Ted DiBiase at this point in nineteen eighty eight is also on fire. Yeah, and I actually think he's hugely underrated. Uh, you've still got Andre involved mm-hmm. at this point and Hogan, but I kind of feel sorry for Savage and DiBiase in nineteen eighty eight because they didn't need them. Mm. Uh. I think that the Hogan and Andre story ends well at the main event. Yeah. Which we can talk about. That was 1988. That was the highest grossing TV audience. Yeah, millions, weren't it? Yeah, millions to watch the rematch between Hogan and Andre the Giant. Which Andre the Giant wins because the Million Dollar Man has paid off the referee, Mm. the twin referees. Fucking brilliant. Yeah, it's a great storyline. It's probably better. Dave Noel, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's probably better than the WrestleMania 3 build-up, in all honesty. For the cheesiness of the 
1988 period. But, but, it's really awesome. Yeah, for its time, very clever. Yep. But Savage really comes into his own. And then you've got Debussy. Now, I spoke to you guys about mm. Debussy uh, was in Mid-South a lot. Uh, I think he had before gone to WWF and they tried him out as a face and it hadn't worked. Yeah, he, he was there for a little while. Um, and I think he was also in Japan for I a I think bit he as well. went into a little feud and he was there for a very short amount of time. He had a feud with one man gang. Right. Yeah. As a face. And uh, it didn't work out. And then they come up with a gimmick, which was originally supposed to be for Vince. Did you hear I've about heard that? that? Yeah, I have heard when, that. When. Uh, Vince wanted to do that gimmick like a Buddy Rogers but That's loads right. of money yeah. character, but his dad never let him do it. Yeah. And eventually give it to Ted DiBiase. That's right. And this character, if you go back and look, this character is one that one of the only ones at the time that comes in and goes mm. straight to the top yeah. as a heel. Like legitimately just the whole money thing that uh, greed is good you've got the Wall Street film out yeah, all yeah, this yeah, yeah. type of you got the yuppie culture yeah, the, the, yeah all that culture going on and Ted DiBiase with that million dollar gimmick it just fits the time and it's great yeah and some of the rivalries like I was talking about Randy Savage being on fire it's a real shame because there are a lot of tag team things going on yeah. Like the Million Dollar Man and Andre the Giant versus the Mega Powers and things like that. I would have liked to have seen Ted DiBiase and Randy Savage yeah. actually in a yeah. feud because they did have certain matches. I don't know if you've ever seen the cage match. Yeah, about they were thinking of just then. Right? Yeah. And they're stunning. The, the matches that they were having on certain uh, hidden gems on house shows mm. yeah. and things like that that they were having. Uh, they were knocking it out of the park in terms of entertainment and wrestling. Yeah, we were. Absolutely. And it's such a shame because, as I say, the Million Dollar Man character was very unlucky not to get the title. Yeah, yeah. Because you could have really run with that at the time. Yeah. It fit the uh, context of like the culture. Yeah. America, greed is good, as we just said. All of that type of thing. And he was really hated by everyone. There, there wasn't a, a nicety about DiBiase at all, was there? No, not at all, nothing. Yeah. And it, it, it just worked great. It was good in the ring. Yeah, great worker. Yeah, great absolutely. worker. Promos, interviews. Who's the sort of person that I imagine you wanted in your uh, fucking locker room? Yeah. Because he could work with, he could work with a fucking broomstick. Yeah. You know, mm. and yeah, I, I just think Randy Savage and DiBiase were both right up there in 1988 for me yeah. as the two main characters. But at the same time, I think it's sad that we never got them really unleashed. Mm. They could have had a great feud. Yeah. Yeah. One on one. Instead of having Hogan and Beefcake and... The same regards. Uh, yeah. And, and, I mean... Zeus comes into the picture later down the line with, yeah. with a Hogan thing and the Million Dollar Man moves out of the picture and back That's in right, yeah. and I just would have loved to have seen DiBiase and Savage have that feud yeah. after WrestleMania 4 wherever it went fine 
but give them the opportunity. Mm. Yeah. You know? Even if it was just a short feud, it would have been great. Just anything, yeah. We'll go on to an event later, which is yeah. my best uh, moment, and then we can talk about it there. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. Back to me. Right. My last pick. It was a short time before SummerSlam 1988. The real Ghostbusters cartoon had just started airing on TV. Awesome. <laughs> the world was also celebrating National Willy Fog Day. Something to do with the last episode of the cartoon that was being shown. Do you remember that? Yeah. Willy Fog. Like around the world, weren't it? Days around the world. It's a fucking book, that's why. What was he? Was he? He was a lion who went round the world on a hot air balloon, and it was actually Phineas Fogg. Phineas Fogg, I see it. But over in the World Wrestling Federation. How pissed off was he then? Fucking hell, James. Cool. I weren't pissed off, I was like. Sorry, you can't. You pissed off. You know my thing about history. You know what I, I am. I, I wouldn't have had a clue, mate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Willie Fogg, all right. Um, Willie fucking Fogg. <laughs> Willie Fogg. He took his whole fucking family up there with him on the cartoon, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. And they were all different species of fucking animals. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like a top hat, didn't he? And a cane. Yeah, that's and, right. Yeah, I'm, sure he, I'm sure he liked another... Uh, I'm sure he likes another species of animal as a woman, like a fox. Yeah. I think you might have been right, actually. Yeah, yeah. I think it was. Yeah. Didn't he have a bit of stuff that was a fox? Yeah. What other animals were there this? Fuck knows. Really? But they weren't all the same species, as I remember. No, I'm sure there was a mouse as well. I need to look this up, right? Oh, this is this, this space is going to be really? Yeah. <laughs> um... There's a. You'll need to put in Willy Fog and not Phineas Fog, otherwise it will bring up lights. Oh, there's a tiger, an elephant. Yep. Is that a bear? Yeah, she's a fox. See, uh, how do I. I didn't I, mean that in my. How, <laughs> how do I retain this shit information? I'll say me, mate. Like, how on earth have I remembered she's a fucking. Well, she's fox. either a panther or a. Yeah, but he meets her and she's like exotic. And she, she's like from fuck it. <laughs> I don't know. Should we carry on? We need to know. Watch it. You it up, Johnny. <laughs> fucking hell, Johnny. It's fucking, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Right, um, that's enough of Willy Fogg for one day. Yeah. Um, I've got to try and edit that. <laughs> we'll leave him back in 1988. Right, so on to the World Wrestling Federation. During an episode of Superstars of Wrestling... Willy Fogg appeared. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With his exotic girlfriend. Fox. Yes. <laughs> And challenged Elizabeth and Randy The Stanley. Fog Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> when you're fog, you're fog for life. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> I'll edit that as well. <laughs> no, that's got that. <laughs> when you're fog, you're fog for life. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to go on a t-shirt think- as well. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you'd have uh, pitched that to Vince, I think Vince would have probably Fox done that. <laughs> no, Fog, Fog and his exotic girlfriend oh, versus uh, Elizabeth and oh. fucking Randy Savage, don't you? Are we keeping all this in? No. Oh. <laughs> Shame. Yeah. Um, right, where was I? Um, so, 
onto the World Wrestling Federation during an episode of Superstars of Wrestling. Brutus, Brutus the Barber Beefcake had just defeated a local jobber when all of a sudden the outlaw Ron Bass hit the ring and attacked Beefcake. Dun, dun, dun. The outlaw choked, choked out old Beefy with his bull rope and he had like this sharp claw thing on the end of it. He was cutting his head open with it. Now, I remember for Christmas, I got the VHS of this, of SummerSlam, and yeah. it was rated a 15, and I think this was the reason why, even though I remember watching it, and I didn't really know a lot of what was going on at the time, but I remember seeing this big red cross. Yeah, it was a bit more pink, actually. Yeah, red. I think it was, yeah. But and, what um, it was, actually, was a spur. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah. he he he. I think he took off a shoe and used a spur on the top of his That's head. It, yeah. He had a name for it as well. I think it was called Bart. I'm pretty sure it was Bart. There was two of them. One was called Bart and there was another one. <laughs> Just an interesting fact I thought out. That was a very dark segment for WWF at yeah, the time. Yeah, it was. Um, I don't know why... Uh, I don't know why Brutus was taken out, to be honest with you. I do know maybe the reason, but... I don't know. Yeah, I don't actually know the reason why. The only reason I can think of is because they wanted to push the individual who they put in. Possibly, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, um, like you said, it was, uh, for the time, it was brutal for that era. Like, you know, it's only recently I've actually seen the uncensored version of it. And it's not all that bad, to be honest. I've watched it about an hour and a half. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, it looks wank. <laughs> yeah, it's not... Compared to like now, it looks fucking terrible. But when I watched it, I was like probably 10 years old or something. But yeah. And um, I remember I was just shocked by what was yeah, going that, on. The oh, whole, yeah, at the time. The whole way WWF used to do the, the producing back then mm. made it as if it was a real big deal, a scandal yeah, yeah, and yeah. terrible. And they never did anything with Ron Bass off it. You would have felt no. they, they'd have liked to have got some real mega heat no. off it, but they never did. They had one so, match, and Beefcake just cut his hair in two minutes. And yeah, that was the end of it. There was nothing afterwards. else. Yeah, because yeah. like, you're you're gonna give someone a push like that to do something you know that controversial at the, you know for its time. Surely, to the general public, that means holy shit, this guy's gonna. This guy's out of control. He's yeah. fucking wow. crazy. Yeah. I hate him. Fuck. Yeah, and but like it has a sense of fear, yeah. all that sort of thing. And really, they didn't do anything with Man, it. Fuck all with I it. think they were on opposite teams at the Survivor Series, and that went nowhere. And then I think yeah. he was released shortly after. So he was just a waste of time. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, that's my pick. I enjoyed the angle. I thought it was very good and scared me. <coughs> I'm still a bit scared by it now. It's all right, John. It's all very right. short, when not it? It was mainly over the whole... Uh, SummerSlam ordeal. Yeah. There we go. So. Is that all our picks? Oh, no. No. It comes down to my final one. Now, as I explained to you guys beforehand, I was clutching at straws with this one because while I was researching what was going on in the world of professional wrestling in 1988, there was one name that I was specifically looking for, and I found nothing. Absolutely nothing for this person. Like, oh, okay. So, typed in the guy's name. Put 1988. Bang. Ah, that's what he's doing. 
So, for my final one. Okay. Now, this goes on a US release date, which comes under 1988. However, this didn't actually get released in the UK until 1989. Oh, right. So, again, clutching at straws. Mm. But frankly, go fuck yourself. It's my pick. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Fucking get was, over it. It was released in 88, wasn't it? Yeah. In the US, it was released on November 4th, 1988. And it was most likely filmed in 88. So. Absolutely, it was. And I am simply just going to open this up by doing one of the greatest ad libs in cinema history, spoken by a wrestling legend. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum. My pick is Rowdy Roddy Piper, starring in the legendary John Carpenter film, They Live. Now, for those of you who haven't seen this, and if you haven't seen it, fucking shame on you. I'll give you a quick rundown of the film. Uh, Roddy Piper plays a character called Nada, a down-on-his-luck construction worker. Uh, He discovers a pair of special sunglasses. Uh, Whilst wearing them, he is able to see the world as it really is. People being bombarded by media and government with messages like stay asleep, no imagination, submit to authority. Even scarier is that he is able to see that some usually normal looking people are in fact ugly blue and red aliens in charge of a massive campaign to keep humans subdued. Now, I love this film. And as I discussed on our first episode with James, I love Roddy Piper. He's, he will always be in my top three best wrestlers of all time. And um, I literally just wanted to read out this last quick quote. And um, it's John Carpenter talking about Roddy Piper and okay. why he cast him for this film. Unlike most Hollywood actors, Roddy has life written all over him. He has been hit so many times that he is really broken up. He even walks funny because his pelvis was shattered and his back was wrenched. He is definitely not a pretty boy. He's the toughest guy I've ever met. You run a truck into Roddy Piper and he would still be standing. <laughs> yeah, because Piper retired at WrestleMania 3, didn't he? Yes, yeah, so yeah. yeah. And literally he did nothing during 1988 by that film. He didn't do anything during 1989 mm. either. Nope. Because uh, he comes back at WrestleMania 5. <laughs> He comes back at WrestleMania 5 and he does that really weird thing with that Morton uh, Danny Jr. Yes, the, in the ring, yeah. He yeah. shoots him with the... Um, yeah, and that guy looks signature. actually like he's legitimately pissed and wants to actually fight him up the fucking hard way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know we're going off a tangent, but that's... Sure. that's. I can't remember Ruddy Piper in wrestling at that time. He wasn't. No. He, he, I've, I've done a lot yeah. of uh, deep diving about this. He didn't do anything in ring during the entire of 1988. Um, but he cemented himself in Hollywood history with this film. Yeah. Um, and he's brilliant in it, and has also got one of the best fight scenes I've ever seen. Yeah, the Keith David fight <laughs> scene is amazing. I think it's like seven or eight minutes long. It's longer than that, isn't it? No, it's about, about seven or eight minutes it long is. in total. Yeah. Um, but I read out as well that it, Piper choreographed the whole thing with Keith David. It's laughably bad. I oh, mean, it it's, is. It's it not... Is. To be fair, it's so bad, it's good. It's not. It's it, it. 
But it's Piper. Yeah. It's Piper doing... Have you seen it? Like, where there's yes, one point yeah. where, like, they're having a fight and he gets up and he goes, you dirty motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Like, things like this. Yeah. It's stuff. great. It is absolutely great. And the fact that he had lived that, you know, I came here to do two <laughs> things. That's awesome. It, it is such... I know I've said it before, like, it's, it's one of the most badass quotes ever for films. And I love this film so much. Love Roddy Piper. And I love John Carpenter. I know it was clutching at straws with the release date and it's not actually to do with wrestling. <laughs> yeah, that's the main one, it. the wrestling. <laughs> but frankly, fuck you. Yeah, it's it's right. my pick. It's well, alright. I didn't actually pick it for the movie episode we've done a while back either. No, so I didn't. Yeah. yeah, there we go. I deliberately stayed away from it for that one. Yeah. And me did I have. That's, that's, yeah, three. Yeah, that's all of them. Yeah. We are done with our top threes. We are indeed. We had some listener feedback for this section. Ooh, ooh, listener, listeners. (laughs) 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 Yeah, we had a few comments from this one. Um, There's a couple I'm not going to read out on this occasion because uh, it's worse than one of our tangents, to be honest. We went into film history of 1988. Yeah. So, firstly, to start with, we have Leopold Botshimo. Who simply said, I like Randy Savage. <laughs> Next up, uh, Dan Reed. Um, as for wrestling in 1988, first, wrestling, first thing wrestling-wise that comes to mind for me in 1988 is the Tag Team Survivor Series match. That's a really good point because that match and that specific video are really uh, resonate with the time. Yeah. Uh, like the Big Bus Man and Akeem video yeah, yeah. with that Survivor Series and that Survivor Series match is crazy yeah. there's more going on on the outside of the ring than there is on the inside there was, I remember me and him I, I actually had a sleepover at Dan Reed's house one night and we watched this together we stayed up all night watching the whole pay-per-view Yeah, boy. yeah and, uh, <laughs> that tag team match there are so many people around the ring they actually yeah. formed together yeah this was the second time because it happened at the first Survivor Series as well yeah. But this one's more remembered. I always remember the bit with um, Demolition and Powers of Pain. Yeah. And Mr. Fuji turns on, I think, Demolition and joins Powers of Pain. Yeah, because that leads into WrestleMania 5. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, we've got Bobby Shepard. I remember studying uh, studying the VHS of Survivor Series 88 in Woolworths. Yeah. Probably whilst helping myself to the pick and mix. Seeing some of these guys team up felt like a huge deal at the time. And it felt like every name on there was a star. At the time, yeah. yes, even jumping gin Brunzel. Jumping yeah, gin and we, we yeah, just yeah. mentioned that, yeah. that that tape is really synonymous. I think that must be one of, uh, especially early on, that must be one of the best sellers, or at least one that they mass produce the most. Possibly, yeah, because that was everywhere. Mm. I'll go back and back, back to Dan Reed again quickly. Um, I've had a conversation with him many times over the years where if you look at the old artwork on the VHSs, yeah. they're so like memorable. You can mm. remember, they're like they are. full on and everything. Compared to like later on, like now DVDs nowadays or over the last ten years, all, they're all the same, they're just like nothing. All see, they're all crap yeah. But like just crappy CGI. All, all the wrestling ones were. Yeah. Like when I go back and remember like because I had the big catalogue of my VHSs, yeah. unfortunately I lost them recently. 
but every one had a different theme on it. Yeah. Even the WrestleMania ones, they used to have that purple lightning around. That's them. it, yeah, yeah. But they always had that picture in the middle that it, it, it just explains immediately what, it what was. that WrestleMania was yeah, all about. Yeah, like just looking at that Survivor Series pay-per-view, the cover's like bright yellow. You've got your teams on the front. Yep. Who's in, who's you got Savage in? in his uh, attire with Hogan, then you've yeah. got Akeem and the Boss Man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's a massively famous yeah. uh, video. Uh, lastly, we have Ollie Burns. I was born that year. That's got to be a wrestling highlight, surely. Now, I'm assuming that Ollie wrestles under the name of Priscilla, as he's put Priscilla EST 1988. Pretty impressive when you consider I'm clearly not over, not a day over 21. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you. you. Yes. Yeah. Lovely comments as always. Don't forget to get involved. Don't be Absolutely. scared. Don't be frightened. Type those... Comments. Comments <laughs> and words of wisdom. As I've said many times before, we love listener feedback. We love the comments. We love it when you get involved. Don't stop. Keep them coming. We ain't going to hurt you. We, we'd well. like to see Nian come back. <laughs> no. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Let's nip that one in the bud straight away. Or that guy, Johnny, that guy uh, from, I think he was like Sri Lanka or uh, Pakistan, that guy who tagged you. Who we that? blocked him, but we shouldn't have blocked him, really. This one with his wang out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Next. We get all sorts. I oh. told you I'm going to do a thing on this. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do a segment on this. I'm just waiting for someone to uh, post something. <laughs> yeah. Right, oh, what are we up to now? Watch along. Watch along. Watch along. Oh, who wants to introduce this? Watch along. <laughs> Watch along. Right, so this match for me, and I'm just going to get my whole thing out of the way, Stroh, so I haven't really got much to say about this. My, In my opinion, this is one of the worst and strange matches that never gets talked about. No one ever mentions this in the list of worst things or matches to happen in WWF. Mm. And it is the Gold Dust Ultimate Warrior match from In Your House 7. And I think, for me, it's in my top five of the worst matches ever. It, yeah, I did a little bit of research behind it. Yep. Gold Dust was actually injured, so he couldn't compete in the match. But they, they still it. advertised it and can still went it. along with it. But, but they could have come like up with something yeah, better than that. It's not like they haven't canned things right at the last minute before. But the thing is, this waste of time took eight minutes, which seemed like it took half an hour. But I it, felt it went on yeah. for as long as the Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Iron Man <laughs> match. I, I didn't know what was going on. I was watching it and it wasn't even entertaining. It was confusing, strange... And it, it, there was nothing in it at all that made any sense whatsoever. There was no there was payoff. Nothing. There was no story going in. There was nothing. I got a couple of bullet points for it. That I just wrote down. The bodyguard was Mantar, which yep. I think I previously yep. mentioned. Um, Goldust was actually injured. Warrior puffed on Marlena's cigar a few times around the ring. Yep, quite a few times, actually. <laughs> yeah. The warrior sat on the director's chair. The warrior wore the robe and wig, I think. Yeah. Goldust threatened to kiss everyone in the audience. And threatened to uh, 
well, not threatened and insinuated, which is so out of touch now, with a limp hand that uh, the warrior was a homosexual. <laughs> yes. Warrior put the cigar out on Goldust's hand. Goldust ran away. That, that. I have but, one sentence I wrote about this. And I watched it for the third and final time last night while I was in bed. <laughs> I've watched this three times and still don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> yeah. I'm done. But my interesting thing on it always, you know when everyone talks about the worst matches or mm. the worst things, that is never brought up and I don't understand why. I believe... Because it's almost... It's almost... It's not about the innuendos and stuff of gold dust. It's just about the whole scenario. It's so strange. It's almost disturbing. I truly... Does anyone get that? Yeah. The whole thing? It's like, what what the fuck is going... I truly believe that this should not be held in the class of worst matches. This match is a fucking abomination. It's not really a match, is it? It's just a weird set of events, isn't it? This shit is an abomination. It's pointless. I think there's a body slam and a shoulder tackle. Fucking ridiculous. Bodyguard. Yeah, I think that's it. I think think he does something to gold dust. I think he does run and shoulder barge him. So this was May 96. This was just after WrestleMania 12. So Warrior had just come back. He'd come back previous the month before. This was the this was the pay per view with the excellent match between Shawn Michaels and Diesel. I love that match. It's one of the best yeah. matches. It's, that's an underrated. That is great. Hidden gem. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it never went anywhere. There was no follow up with the bodyguards. It was. What could you say? Mm. Who gives a shit? <laughs> it's fucking terrible. That's why I picked it because. <laughs> It's, it's You're one of those, a dick. But it's one of, it's, <laughs> the reason I picked the reason I picked it's just because nobody ever mentions it as something well, that's I shit until you told me about it. Yeah, but... like you know where everyone knows about shit moments in yeah. wrestling. That one's just been lost. Like no one talks about it. I think no it's one probably because they're trying to you know whitewash it from their mind. It's just weird that no one talks about it being one of the worst things like WWF ever done. It's awful. It's embarrassing. It's, it's beyond awful. Terrible. Oh, fucking hell. Anyway, but after watching it, can you think of anything that they've done that's worse than no. that? No, that's what I mean. I I don't hold that as a worse match. It's an absolute abomination. Because, like you said, Johnny, it's not really a match. It's just, it's just, uh, it's a shitstorm of crap they've, happenings. They've also got no creativity together, no. or in the they've got no chemistry like, at yeah, all. That's what I mean. It's like, oh, no, it's dreadful. Absolutely fucking dreadful. Sorry. I, I don't get it. Bollocks. I'm done with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did we have any comments? On that? <laughs> we had a couple. <laughs> I'm surprised people remember it. That's why I picked it. So I, I thought that everyone forgot about it. We had to start with, and I and I laughed when I realised why he was laughing at this. So, uh, Don James McSherry Jr. Hello, Don. Um, simply to start with, put a, I'll hold it up, a hysterical laughing gif. Yeah, but it's awful. There's nothing more you can say. Well, and that's what I thought. So I typed back, tagging him in it. Don, let us know your honest thoughts, mate. We read all of our comments out. And he put simply, Stu, this paste on faces has got me rolling. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, thanks anyway, Don. 
And Bobby Shepard has just simply put, I can't imagine this was a five-star banger. And Johnny put straight afterwards, minus five stars more like. <laughs> I think that's being fucking generous. <laughs> there ends our watch-along comment. We, we encourage anyone who hasn't had like the privilege of seeing this to actually watch it just to experience the weirdness of it. Yeah. Please do. And also, I'm going to apologise in advance for any random um, cases of serious Tourette's that you might hear um, throughout the rest of this recording. Um, I'm a massive rugby fan and Scotland are currently on the TV as I'm a massive Scotland fan. And um, it's a do or die game and this is not going well already. Fuck, we're five points down or less than a minute. Oh, fuck it. I was laughing at that. I was laughing at the hell I thing from earlier. Um, yeah, so we've got. I've I've got the rugby oh, on no, in the background. Good. So, um, so yes, I apologise for that. I will try and keep doing this to the best of my capability. Um, but yeah, yeah, if anybody else has a watch along that you'd like us to watch, oh, yes. and that you want to watch as well, and get everyone else to watch, and we could all watch along together. If you have one, Leopold, we'd like to see that. Yeah. Yes, yes, we would. Right then, boys and girls, what have we got next? Well, we have our song of flash funk in the style of Pavarotti, or we have trivia. Take your pick. Take what would you like, James? Oh, it's putting uh, on the, the, spot now, the isn't it? flash funk uh, yeah. song would be the best. All right. I, I, I don't know how this is going to come out. All right, I will try. I'm not going to go over the top because there is people here, and I don't want to scare them. Yeah, you just just do it like normal sounds. I think everyone got a little bit scared from the uh, Mika one with the high pitch oh, in the other room. That was brutal. That will be coming on the. As much as it's great and wonderful, it is, but it's brutal. The problem is we do have other people in the area <laughs> who can't contain themselves. But feel free to this excellence. When Top Turnbuckle Podcast, the album comes out, you can play is as loud well as you is like. That, that still in the pipeline? It's still coming. Yeah, still I'm hoping by Christmas. Ooh. So make sure you add that on your Christmas lists, and Santa will give you a special gift. Ooh. Oh, good. Right. So anyone want to mention who Flash Punk is? Who picked this one? Was it you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll let you explain Flash Funk. Flash Funk? It's basically two cold Scorpio in a pimp-like outfit <laughs> with two women. It's very similar to, do you remember uh, the Funkadactyls? Yeah. It's very similar to uh, that. Right. I'm going to stand up to do this, I think. And what I mean, oh. what I mean by oh. that is Flash... Flash yeah, don't go too far away from the mic. Flash come down, didn't he, Johnny? You can help with this. So, and he's, I mean, it's too cold Scorpio, first of all, so everyone knows who yeah, he yeah, is, yeah. right? But he comes down, and he's dressed as a pimp, which yeah. is, is never mentioned, it's but never he is, mentioned, right? No. And he's got two ladies with him, similar to the Funkadactyls, <laughs> dancing <laughs> around. That's, that is... Flash Funk in a nutshell. Otherwise, it's just Too Cold Scorpio. Yeah, I like Too Cold Scorpio. Yeah, I did. Right, um, so yeah, this is Flash Funk in the style of Pavarotti. <laughs> okay, I I don't know how this is going to come out. Um, Magnificent. <laughs> well, we'll see about that. Okay. It's going to be a sonnet, Johnny. An absolute oh, sonnet. Oh, Flash! You... Are we starting? 
Oh, we are so funky. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Johnny Oakey. Flash, ooh, flash, mm-hmm. flash, you bad. The way you love your ladies make them all feel fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, flash, get bad, you got all the ladies waiting. And I'm standing first in line. Flash, it's time to get your rhyme around. Flash, I'll show you how to funk it down. (laughs) Funk it down. Beautiful, Johnny. Remind me of Les Miserables. Flash funk, come on. Funk, 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 now boogie. Flash, come on, funk, now boogie. Flash, you got the moves that make me breathe of... When you're walking that way, Flash, you know, just be looking my way. I didn't know I said that many times. Just let us show you how to funk it down. That's one of my new favourites. Let us show you how to funk. Funk it down. Funk it down. Fucking Italian, are you now? Caught up in the spirit of it, then I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck nice what my neighbours oh, It didn't turn out too bad, I thought. I was one of your better efforts. Five stars. <laughs> five star. Consider I haven't practiced that at all. Eat your heart out, Dave Meltzer. Jeez, my folk. Oh. Yeah. No, no, Pavarotti feel. Mm. <laughs> oh, dear. Magnificent. Magnificent. Oh, but there will be another one of those coming in the part two, which I am dreading. I'm absolutely dreading. I can't say you weren't dreading Pavarotti, to be honest. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that leaves us only one thing to do, doesn't it? <clears throat> trivia. Top Turn Buckle Trivia. You can trivia. say it, Johnny. Trivia. It's not a secret, mate. Yeah. Yeah. What? You can do the intro this time if you want. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking pitched it already, mate. You know, you might as well do it. <laughs> the microphone's still on your back. <laughs> I didn't even realise. <laughs> Um, <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, we're not fucking doing that again. <laughs> it's good that we're professional and know what we're doing. Oh, dear. <laughs> Top burn, Michael. I can't even say Top it. What? I'm caught up with Pavarotti. Oh, I've been oh, possessed. Do you want me to feed you the line? You can do. And now it's time for Top Turn Michael Trivia. 
Now it's time for Top Turnbuckle Trivia. Part three. Was it part four? It's part four, isn't it? Fuck I think. Well, right. we just fuck that it, it is, really, it? it is round three. Round, round three. Because three. we haven't got parts, because this is a continuation. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. time for round three of Top Turnbuckle Trivia. It's actually a game. I've never known... I don't, I don't even know what you've got to do. It's like Trivial Pursuit or something. It's. I have no idea. There's instructions in there. There's a pencil and you've got a... Fuck it. Circle certain things. I don't know. Right, so how did we do this? We did a three questions each, wasn't it? Three questions each, yeah. Right, so they haven't been touched since the last time we shuffled them. Love it when you say that. <laughs> so pick your card, any card, but not that one. It's my one. Pick your uh, card, but not any card. That one. And I will pick that one. I'm not looking. Right. So, is it going to be same as last time? James read to Johnny, Johnny read to me, me read to James. I can read to Johnny, yeah. yeah. I can start. We're just doing well, the full circle then, won't we? Yeah. Right. So, for the listeners at home, this is the section where we decide to test each other's trivia with this wonderful old school WWF trivia game where each, each round is worth two points and if there's uh, a multiple choice answer, a uh, multiple choice answer, um, if you go for the multiple choice, you go down to one point if you get it correct. Are we yep. all clear on the rules, gentlemen? Yes. Yes. Then let's fucking get it on. Right. Okay. Do you want me to start? Go for it. Go for it. Okay, Johnny. Where did the 1995 May edition of In Your House take place? There is multiple choice. I feel like I know. Oh, to, to, oh, I don't. I wouldn't have a fucking clue. Oh, I feel like I know it. I, I don't know if I want to... Uh, is there, there... There is an option. Is there, is there yes, multiple choice. Choice. I've got this name in my head. Um, I'm going to have to go for multiple choice. I feel you have to tell me so I can... I know what it is. I know it. Is it Louisville, Saginaw, or Syracuse? Syracuse. That is correct. I knew it was that. That's a point to Johnny. One point. So Johnny now reads to me. Right. At the 1994 Survivor Series, Bret Hart's opponent was... You have got a multiple choice if you want to. I have multiple choice. Owen Hart, Diesel, or Bob Backlund? What event was this? The 1994 Survivor Series. Bob Backlund. That is correct. Correct. Yes! It's the one where you had to throw in the towel. Yeah. So you get two points for that, don't you? One, because I went for multiple choice. Oh, you did then, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm topping out. <laughs> right. Right. James's question. 
at the October 1995 in your house, who wrestled twice in one night? There are multiple choice. Yeah, I'd have to say multiple choice. So, your multiple choice answers are Diesel, Razor Ramon, Shawn Michaels. Go Razor Ramon. Go Razor Ramon. Final answer. Yeah. Are we locking that in? Yes. I'm trying to build some tension. It's good, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Correct. Yeah. It's, it's the Dean Douglas thing. It is, yes. Yeah. Uh, it just comes to me. That's what I had to think. Because I'm, uh, it's, it's the Shawn Michaels give up of the title. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Do you think we should get an egg? Uh, I've got an egg timer at home. We should like, turn it over for a countdown between each question. If yeah. you want. Nah. I'll just play the countdown thing too. <laughs> yeah. Right. Who's next? Uh, it's Johnny. Me to you. Reading. Uh, James reading to Johnny. Ooh. At WrestleMania 1, the national anthem was sung by... Mean Gene Oakland. Correct. I don't even need to look at that. Is that a... That's two points. That was two points. Yep. Right. My question to you. Okay. At the 1995 King of the Ring, the first match of the first round was Savio Vega versus Yokozuna, Mabel versus The Undertaker, or The Roadie, Versus Razor Ramon. Oh, I've just yeah, yeah. yeah I've, just, I've messed that up a little bit. Should we edit that one out? I'll, go to, I'll do another question yeah. instead. The answer. You the the, that's choice. a trick. That is actually a trick question. Yeah. Uh, it is Savio Vega yeah. versus Yoko Suna. But the reason it's a trick question, it's a bit naughty, is. They actually played on the pay-per-view, yeah. IRS and Savio Vega in a qualifying ah, match. Ah, okay. Right. right. So we'll forget that one. I'll go to the next one. Who did Hulk Hogan eliminate to win the 1991 Royal Rumble? There is multiple choice if yeah, you'd like I'll to go down that route. Okay. Mr. Perfect, Sergeant Slaughter, or Earthquake? It's actually hard. Mr. Perfect. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Earthquake. It is Earthquake. I struggled then because I was Perfect was the year before. Perfect went over the year before. He was in the final two of 1990 and Hogan won it twice. It's an actual nasty question. That is, yeah. That was a bit tricky, that one. Right. I wish I had those fucking ones. <laughs> James's question. At the 1994 Sir Series, <laughs> otherwise known as Survivor Series, uh, the first eliminated from the Clowns Royals match was. <sighs> oh my god. There are multiple choice. What the fuck? Uh, I'm going to go with Dink. I'm just going to have a go. Yeah, going for it? Yeah. No. No. There's Dink, Wink, Pink. 
Uh, cheesy Weezy. The multiple choice answers are Jerry Lawler, Wink, or Doink. I thought that Doink got eliminated. It is. The answer is Doink. It's either Doink or Jerry Lola. Mm. Yeah. Right, who's next? James the Johnnies. At WrestleMania 7, the Ultimate Warrior Randy Savage match was... A career friendly match. Yeah. Career ending match. A retirement match. Retirement match, yeah. Now, would you have rather had that than Doink, Wink, Dink and Pink? <laughs> was that a one or a two? Two-pointer. Two two-pointer. Right, you to me. Me to you. How many questions did we do to each other? Oh, yeah, we did three. Three. Right. And then so the other one, round. and the opposite one, way round on the part two. Okay. So, uh, right. Um, okay, right. Are you ready? Who did Greg the Hammer Valentine defeat for the Intercontinental Championship title in 1984? <laughs> I know that as well. If there's multiple choice, I'll have them. There is not. <laughs> oh, fuck. I don't know. Do Sorry. you know it, Johnny? Yeah. Yeah. No. You don't. don't... Mm. Not a clue. Sorry. Tito Santana. But of course. <laughs> Good old Tito. Mm. Uh, your last question. At the 1990 SummerSlam, who was in Hulk Hogan's corner? The big boss man. Locked in? Yep. 100%. Big boss man. There you go. Two points for you. At last, a normal question. Fucking hell. So is that the end? That is. Right. So let me just add up the scores. Right. Just just for shits and giggles, who's holding the wooden spoon again in this round? <laughs> you got one though. I got one. You got you my I got half of what I got last time. <laughs> At least you didn't get doink dink wink and fucking dink, mate. Jesus Christ. Right, so. Stu, you have three points. Thanks. That's better than nothing. <coughs> Is it? James, you have 11. Yeah. And I have 15. Oh, you've actually got 15. I've actually so, got 15 right, okay. this time, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. It's not a bad little game, miss, is it? It's all right. So, I will put those cards away in the magical bag, not to be used again. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. Where's your card? What you done with your card? Mine is over here. And, yeah. There, there we go. go. There ends another exciting round of Top Turnbuckle Trivia. Right then, ladies and gentlemen, here ends part one. Stay tuned for part two. <laughs>